Welcome to the Kiwi Wedding Podcast episode 10. I can't believe we're already at 10 episodes. I had been dreaming about doing this for so long and it is happening and has been such a cool response so far. So thank you everyone who is here in the early days and I really appreciate your support. I feel like we have only just scratched the surface of different kinds of Kiwi weddings and I'm so passionate about covering them all for you guys, hearing people's stories and sharing all the different types of ways and budgets and sizes of weddings that you can have in New Zealand. We've had some amazing guests so far and there is so many more exciting ones to come. I can't wait to share them with you. Today on the podcast we have Kate Hazeldean, our very first South Island bride on the pod. You guys have been asking for it and there are many more South Island weddings to come so don't you worry. Kate and Andrew are based in Dunedin but they got married in Christchurch and yeah she talks us through their beautiful relationship, some really tough battles they've had to face with Andrew's health and as a couple journeying through that, planning a wedding with a wedding planner and what life looks like now. I know you're going to love this one, there is an amazing lineup of vendors as well so we will link all of those in the show notes and you can jump over to our instagram at the kiwi wedding podcast to check out a few photos from their incredible photographer sophie isabella and we'll have everyone linked there as well enjoy episode 10 with kate so hi kate thanks so much for coming on the podcast today thank you so much for having me so excited to chat all about your day and so to start off with if you could Tell me a little bit about you and your husband, how you guys met and yeah, your life together. So we met in July, 2018. Um, we met on Tinder. Um, I've just got back from a Japan, Kentucky and I thought, why not go on Tinder? Like didn't really know what the fuss was about. I was a bit skeptical of it um, because you can get some really strange messages through there, but you yeah, know, Andrew popped up and I'm the one that messaged him first. Um, and I literally just wrote, Hey, like, that's it. Um, and he wrote, Hey back. And then we kind of just started chatting from there and yeah, like we met up a few days after we started talking. I was really nervous, like super, super nervous about it, but no, um, we met up after a few days and our first date was like, it was at a cafe and we spoke for like five hours nonstop, like. And then we just, we went out again, like a few days after that. And yeah, just like the rest is history. Like we just had such a good time together and we got on super well and it was just amazing. It was so, it was so much fun and meeting someone super similar to me. And yeah, it was great. Love that story. It just shows that you don't need some like amazing pickup line on Tinder. Hey, works just great. It, it works just as well. And it was quite like, it was quite funny. Like looking back as I just wrote that, cause I just did not. Like, I, I don't think I expected much from it. So I was just like real, like plain and blunt. And then, yeah, it <laughs> ended up. It's a good way up... to go into it though. Yeah, exactly. We obviously met 2018 um, and then it was the end of 2021, uh, sorry, end of 2020. Andrew just developed a lump on his neck and we thought because he plays professional sport that it was just like a cyst that it appeared because he does heavy lifting, gymming, training, um and I didn't really think much of it to be fair I wasn't worried because I've had a cyst on my wrist I know it's quite different having one on your neck but I thought oh yeah it's probably just fluid that's escaped 
um, you know, out of the muscle. I think that's I think that's how they <laughs> they come about. And but we went to the doctors, and yeah, they they said I think we think it's a cyst. Don't panic too much about it. We'll do some bloods. Um, we'll get a biopsy done on it. Um, get some scans as well, and go from there. And I wasn't really that anxious. Like I'm an anxious person, but I wasn't feeling too anxious because I was like, he's only 26. Like, surely not. And then his blood test came back and showed he's fighting some sort of infection. So that's when it kind of started to become like more real and more scary. And I was going through um, finishing my degree at the time. So I was struggling to finish that and struggling to concentrate on that um, and go to lectures and things like that. And then he had the biopsy done and yeah, it came back with Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, which was just shocking because, you know, I, we know it affects the young people a lot. Um, and it's like a cancer that young people can get. It's very curable, but yeah, no, he had stage two. Um, he had, uh, then a full body scan done. Um, he had some lumps above his heart um, which made us realize some symptoms he was having, like he was having horrendous coughing um, and he wasn't sick. And they said if the lump hadn't like shown up around here, he wouldn't have known. Like there were some things looking back that we thought was a bit strange. Like he wasn't putting weight on where he did the winter before and he was coughing when he would laugh or cough when he was talking a lot. And we were like, oh, this is a bit strange, but didn't really think much of it. But yeah, and then he went through really intense chemo because he was young he was fit and he wanted to avoid having radiation because um the radiation would have been um above the heart and it can weaken the heart muscles um so he just really wanted to avoid radiation if he could so he went for the toughest chemo treatment there was um and it was the first time it being done in the south island i think he'll probably watch this and correct me but first time being done in the south island um because they needed someone who was previously fit and strong and healthy to be able to withstand it and yeah it it hit him really hard um he had obviously surgically had that lump removed um but the other lumps were by the chemo um and yeah that was like four months five months of treatment um and yeah it was hard he ended up in hospital five six seven times gotten lots of infections because of the chemo um you know did have one stint in hospital where his temperature was so high they were talking about putting him in ICU and that was probably the scariest like part of the whole thing like just knowing that the doctors and nurses were extremely worried about um because his infection markers were very high and they couldn't figure out where the infection infection was coming from um but luckily his temperature came down and he was able to complete his last chemo um but he did that in hospital because at St George's um, Hospital and the private care, they couldn't fully look after Andrew and the care he needed because he was getting very, very sick from the chemo. Um, And it was the last two rounds of chemo that made him extremely sick, even though it was like a weaker form of the chemo, like the first two cycles were the strongest. And they think it's because the cancer was gone that it was just attacking his body, essentially. Um, But, you know, he got it was like the 9th 9th of February 21 he um had a scan and was announced cancer free and then so yeah that will be three years um next year and no he's almost close to being discharged from the um cancer care center which is makes him quite nervous but if it hasn't reappeared by now the chances are very 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 low 
Um, and yeah, it was a really tough time in our life. Like we still struggle with it. I think, you know, it's, it affects you a lot afterwards, just as well as during. We have moments where he hopefully doesn't mind me sharing, but he really struggles with when he's tired or when he's sore from cricket, thinking that something's wrong. Um, I notice him feeling like around his neck quite a bit. Um, he's got way better at it. Um, but yeah, it's hard, it's hard for him. And I, I can't imagine what it's like. And I just am there to support him and, you know, but it's, yeah, it's, but it's made us so much stronger. Like we're so strong as a couple. We know how to face things together. Um, if it was to ever happen again, hopefully not, we would be able to do it. And yeah, we like, I wouldn't change that time. I mean, you don't want to go through something like that, but I wouldn't change it because it's made us who we are. And we're so strong because of it. And we're like the bestest of friends. And yeah, I'm just super grateful for him. Like I couldn't couldn't live life without him. And he's the most amazing person on this planet. It's very biased, but he is. Um, and I'm so proud of how well he's done post-cricket. Uh, sorry, post-cancer, getting back into cricket. And he's just so persistent and he's persevering and he's been injured quite a bit since coming back and things like that, which has not been great, but that's just his body now. But he just is, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going for his dreams. So I'm super proud of him and where he's at and everything like that. So it's quite an amazing journey. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is massive and such a tough thing to walk through um, for Andrew and for you guys as a couple as well. Mm. And yeah, I can definitely see how that's just would strengthen your bond for life um amazing that he's cancer free now long may that continue forever yeah Um, exactly yeah what a battle to walk through physically and mentally right oh it was crazy it was crazy like you just wouldn't imagine you know what happens but you just never think it's going to happen to you and and we were a couple of years into our relationship at the time and I think he even said to me once like if you can't do this don't I said I said I would never leave you I said I would I would help you like I'll be here from start to finish like I'm Mm. not leaving you it's not who I am and I love you so much and I don't want to be without you and I wouldn't just leave because I can't deal with it um so you go through a lot as a couple like can you deal with this and blah 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 but you just we're so strong we knew we knew we could do it and we did do it and he did it and everyone else around us, like his family and my family did it. And yeah, it just it shows today and what he's doing, what we're doing, where our life has gone after and it's worked out really well. Such an awful, unimaginable situation to be put in for anyone. But yeah, I'm glad that it's like a happy ending now. You yes. guys are, yeah, just strong and yeah, doing well and loving married life and your life together. We're loving it. Like we have our dog. Um, we have obviously future plans and we just love being together. We spent last season apart because he was down in Dunedin and I stayed in Christchurch. Um, so before we got married and that was horrible. Did not like being apart. So yeah, now I'm down here with him for his cricket and we're just we're amazing together. We love our little family and our little dog and well she's a big dog, but <laughs> we we love her and um we all all three of us are just so good together and um, we're excited for the future and what it, you know, what it holds for us and, you know, excited for having a family together and, you know, everything like that. 
So good. And so when did you guys get engaged? Can you tell me a bit about your whole proposal story? So it was, we got engaged on the 16th of August, 21. Um, we just moved into our first home. We just bought a German Shepherd puppy as well. Um, and it's quite a funny story the day of the proposal. Cause I had just, I worked in hospital at the time and I had just done like massive hours and it's, it's very tiring, like the walking, the running, everything like that. And so my feet were so sore and I was just like wanting a day off. And he comes home from training and he's like, do you want to go for a walk up the Port Hills? And I was like, no, <laughs> I was in such a bad mood. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And he was like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And I was like, no, I really can't be bothered. And my sister had just turned up randomly. Um, she didn't know anything about it though, but she just turned up and she was like, well, why don't we all go? It'll be nice. And I was like, oh, um, maybe like, I guess so. Like he wanted to take our dog blew up the hill. And I was like, okay. So I drove and he was in the back seat. My sister was in the front seat. And I was just getting frustrated, like driving because there was roadworks and everything. I was like, why are we doing this? Like we could have done it another day. And, and so we got to the top of the Port Hills and I kind of perked up then. And I was like, okay, well, I'll take blue. And I walked up the hill and we got to the top and I said to Andrew, which he doesn't think I said this, but I think I said this. I said, um, could you take my phone and take a picture of me in blue, like looking out at the scenery? He was like, okay, cool. And then grabs my phone and then I'm like looking over at the scenery and with blue and then I'm like, cool, the photo's probably done. And then I turn around and he's like on one knee and I'm like, I was like, what? Like I started swearing. It was so bad, but I was so shocked because I normally figure stuff out and it was just quite funny. And I was like, oh my God, like I did not expect it whatsoever. And I think like the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, oh, you could have made me look nicer. Um, but no, it was so, it was so awesome. Like the way it happened and it was such a special spot because we'd been there um like for picnics for a couple of birthdays and yeah it was so it was so special but it was just it was like an oh my god this has actually happened moment and it was quite good my sister was there because she filmed it all um and she took photos and stuff which was really really nice um so it was awesome but he told my sister as they were walking up the hill that that's what he was going to be doing so no it was so sweet it was so sweet oh, such a cool story definitely got the surprise factor there which doesn't always happen <laughs> oh I was so surprised like I I knew that we were going to get married and I knew we were going to be together forever but I was just so shocked when it actually did happen yeah, I thought there would have been a plan with your sister as well but he only just told her then too yeah well he said he'd had the ring he'd had the ring for like since January that year since the beginning of the year and he just never he and looking back he would say like let's go to Hamner or let's go away or something and I was like no we've just bought a house like we need to save um we just bought a dog like we really need to save and he was like all those opportunities and you said no so he kind of got to the point where he was like I can't be bothered waiting anymore and just came home from training and decided that that's what he was going to do bit more yeah. spontaneous I love it yeah when it came to um planning your wedding had you always been one of those girls that dreamed about their wedding and yeah where did you start with like your vision and vibe and style for the day and then um choosing a venue yeah all of that so the funny thing about getting engaged is the like your partner plans it in advance and 
Andrew says it's so much that goes into it. And then as soon as it's like you've proposed, it's straight onto wedding planning. Like I think I started that day because I'd always dreamt of like, because we went into lockdown actually the day after. And I'd always dreamed of like my own wedding and just that time in my life. I was just so excited. Um, When we were like thinking about our vision, we're not formal, formal people, but we wanted like some formality mixed in with like a rustic winery vibe that had always been kind of like our personality and who we are, just a place that has its own character to it that you don't need to do much to it. And Andrew had always wanted to get married in a church because that's just something that he's always wanted to do. Um, So we got married at St Andrew's School Chapel, which he went to school. And then we went to a couple of venues. We went to Pemberton and COSARS. Um, but COSARS was more uh, like vibe, I felt, um, because we didn't have to do much to it. And it was just, it just had such good character and such good vibes to it. Um, and I'd always loved the whole winery kind of like theme and vineyard and stuff. So yeah, that actually worked out really well. We decided on that pretty quickly. Um, we didn't go between many venues. Um, we only went through a couple and we kind of knew what we wanted so yeah was there um what were like your priorities for the day the most important elements um yeah when it came to like the dress food photos or yeah did you have a few things that were most important things that were the most important to us were the photos um slash videos and also having Andrew's family over from the UK um was like a massive factor um because we knew that photos and video they last forever like we've already viewed our photos so many times we've already viewed our videos so many times and like cry each time and you know you've got those memories forever um so we yeah we always wanted to make sure that we put put like um our money and stuff into photo slash video um because that was just something that was really important to the both of us and then yeah just having andrew's family over from the uk um because of COVID and everything like that, they haven't been able to travel. Um, and we obviously hadn't been able to travel either. I was lucky enough to meet them all a year before the wedding, um, which was great because we went over for Andrew's cricket. Um, but it was super important to have them come over and be there on the day. Like Andrew says, he wouldn't have got married without them. I'm like, they had to be there. And I 100% agree. Like his whole family, like they're, they had, they're so important to him. Um, and they're so important to me now so they definitely had to be there your photos were beautiful as well so we'll share a few of them if you're happy with that yeah of course I love them you had Sophie yeah Sophie Isabella yeah we got recommended her and she was just amazing like from start to finish her vibe her character she was so much fun she like made things so calm we did an engagement shoot um in December before the wedding as well so that was really nice to get to know her a bit better and then on the day you weren't just having some stranger and she was just so lovely like I still talk to her today so I love that and so can you tell me a little bit about your outfits for the wedding your dress did you um get it made or find it yeah that whole process so we were in the UK um a year well just shy of a year before the wedding so we were there for five months um till September 22 and um came home from the UK and was like oh my god I have like eight months or so to get a dress I'd looked at a few before I'd went away but I wasn't really set on any 
but I went into Paper Swan and Christchurch and yeah I just it was actually the first one I tried on that I just loved like absolutely loved and I knew I wanted to have a wedding dress to last me the whole day I didn't want to change outfits I wanted to be in it the whole day from start to finish and it was just so special and it was just me it was different I think from what people thought I was going to wear but I absolutely loved it like loved it so much it was just plain and simple um and just yeah it was just really who I was and then you know at the end of the day and it's all muddy and gross it kind of just shows how much fun you had in it and like how awesome it was I just decided to have one dress the whole day so I'm really pleased I did that so you looked gorgeous as well such a pretty dress yeah no I loved it it was just like elegant simple and it was just me how was choosing your bridal party if you had one um who was in it and was that a hard thing to decide so I have a twin sister um so we're unidentical but it was obviously very easy to choose her um we're best friends like through thick and thin um so she was my maid of honor and I was just so excited like having my sister like and my twin sister a part of my day I was just always so excited for something like that and I can't wait to do the same back and then I had my two best friends from primary school so we grew up in Wanaka um, went to Wanaka primary school so I had my best friends Hannah and Alex so it was very easy um, I knew who I wanted and I decided on three and it was just really easy it was a nice number didn't want too many and it was just perfect because Andrew had three on his side so it worked out really perfect as well. And how did you go with the guest list? Was that a difficult thing to narrow down? That is one of the hardest things of wedding planning that a lot of people say. How did you find that? So it was it was hard like to start with because you have two sides like you have two families and you're trying to make sure that you include everybody. You don't want to offend people. We decided on 100 just in case of COVID. And then we narrowed it down to 83 was our final number. And that was great. Um, so we kind of just went, you know, Andrew write a list of his side of the family. And I write a list of my side of the family. Talk about it with our parents. Um, and then our friends that are closest to us as a couple. So it actually wasn't too bad. You kind of get a bit overwhelmed being like, oh, I want to invite every single person I know, even if I've known them for one day, like let's invite them. But you've you've got to come back and realize that it is only one day. I We both wanted to get around everybody and you did want the people most special to you. So yeah, 83 was such a good number. We talked to everyone there and every like parents, uh, both our parents had, you know, had the people they wanted there. So it was great. It was it actually worked out really well. But yeah, it can get super overwhelming with who to invite. You don't want to offend people um, and things like that. But no, we were super pleased with the number in the end. Yeah, I think that's a real sweet spot number. Once you kind of start creeping over like 100, 120, it can get a, a lot on the day and you're just trying to quickly say hi to everyone. But yeah, yeah exactly. that's a really nice number. Exactly. And it fit our venue really well. So a venue could take... 88 comfortably so 83 was just perfect there was enough room there was enough seating there was an upstairs bit of the venue um but we didn't have to use it in the end which was good because we thought if we had tables sitting upstairs they'd be kind of excluded um so everybody was downstairs on one level and it was just yeah it was perfect so can you tell us a bit about the big day how it all went down and yeah any like highlights favorite moments from it 
So Andrew and I were talking about this together the other day and overall like it was an amazing day it was the best day like we got to the end of it and we're like can we do this again like it was just so much fun the day before was like pouring with rain um when we went up to our rehearsal and it was so cold and it was so rainy but then the morning of the wedding was cloudy um but then as soon as the ceremony started at 2 30 the sun came out and with the autumn colors and it was just amazing like I'd always dream like I'd always wanted a sunny day and even though our wedding wasn't outside at all even though there was an outside courtyard but at the at Kosar's wine shed I still wanted like a sunny day and like I wanted a sunset and all of that and I was just this the weather just came out for us it was amazing yeah we were so lucky we were blessed with the best sunset um because we went up the hill for some photos and it was just it was so nice. Everything went really well that we're both aware of. Nothing went wrong. We both don't have any regrets on what we did slash chose. Everything we planned came to life and how we wanted it. And it was just amazing and everything looked so beautiful. And we were so happy with the colors we chose and everything like that it was just it was just amazing. We talked about the other day about our favorite parts of the day and Andrew, which was so sweet, he said his, the ceremony was his favorite part because he got to marry his best friend, which was so, which was so cute. But also having that alone time during the sunset photos, my sister Sally um, came up with us then just to help me with my dress and stuff because the because of the rain, the ground was very, very, very wet. So my dress got super heavy. It was so nice just to have that time, just me and him, um, and also with my sister. Sounds a bit strange, but my sister and Andrew get on super well. And it was just fun, just us three. We had so much fun with it. And then me and him just having that time together um, away from everybody was just so, was probably, yeah, it was one of our favorite parts. And then we said dancing with everyone at the end of the night. Like I've never seen Andrew dance so much in my life. Um, and he just loved it. Like absolutely loved it. We both loved it. And yeah, it's kind of like the whole day was our favorite, but there was a specific moment in the day that we absolutely loved. Sounds like a fun party. It was so fun. Such an important thing. I think that people forget about to kind of factor in a bit of alone time or semi alone time into the day, whether you do like a first look or duck out for some sunset photos or something just having a moment to like soak it all in just you two yeah I think that's really important it was super super nice the sunset photos I tried to take him away from the dancing at one point just to be like how's your day been like this has been so amazing and he was like it's been great and then he's like can I go back dancing now <laughs> I was like okay yeah, it was so much fun. Did you find anything um, hard about the wedding planning process? Yeah, you said you don't like regret anything, which is amazing. But yeah, mm. is there anything you would do differently looking back? We talked about this and we said no. We Everything happened how it was meant to happen. And they say everything happens for a reason. Um, and it was just an amazing day. We don't regret anything. We wouldn't change anything. It was just it was perfect from start to finish. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I really, I mean, I have one kind of regret that is not traditional. And I've talked about this with my family and stuff recently, how I wish we wouldn't have spent the night before apart. I personally didn't like it. Like I really struggled with it. And I think it's because I was a bit anxious about how the day was going to go. And I hate being apart from Andrew, but I kind of wish we were together and then separated that morning because I think that would have eased a lot of anxiety um, because, yeah, it's just who I am and 
he always makes me feel calm and collected and we were doing it together so that is probably one thing that I would change but everyone else says it's tradition like you kind of just had to deal with it and I was like I personally hated it that's a good one to think about and yeah people might feel a bit pressured or just like that's what you have to do that's what people do for weddings but you can actually do whatever you want and so yeah if you especially if you live together already I think and that's like your normal then yeah you can break apart in the morning go get ready separately but I think that would have eased a lot for me and I would have been much calmer but yes spending that time apart I was like I was not a fan (laughs) fair enough um so did you guys have like a budget in mind that you were sticking to and did you stick to it or go over if you're happy to share even like a ballpark figure of what you spent and yeah if it was what you expected so we knew wedding planning was um expensive and everything that went into it um is very very expensive but Andrew and I are incredibly fortunate that my mum wanted to pay for the wedding um she had always always dreamed of paying for her daughter's weddings and we tried to convince her otherwise we tried to say mum no we tried to say you know this and that and she just wouldn't take it she just said this is what I want to do I've always wanted to do this um please let me do this so yeah we kind of pretty much just left it to mum um and she was just amazing throughout the whole thing like we are so incredibly grateful for everything she did we paid for our photography and videography that was the only thing that she said for us to pay for and obviously we paid for like our bridesmaid stuff and our groomsmen stuff but she just wanted to pay for the wedding and yeah we were super super lucky that my mum could do that and that she yeah she wanted to do it such a blessing that's awesome Did you guys go on honeymoon straight away and yeah, what did planning that look like? So we went away like a month after the wedding to Hamna for a couple of days. We'd been there quite a lot during our relationship. So it'd become a very special place to us. Uh, We just had to wait till everyone headed home back to the UK. Um, So you went to Hamna for a couple of nights and it was just so nice, just the two of us. We played mini golf, we went to the hot pools. Like we had so much fun, all the fun things that we normally do. And it was just so nice, just the two of us. And being in a place that, as I said, was very special to us. But then in July this year, we went on a, as we call it, a family moon to Fiji. So it was me, Andrew, my mum, my sister and her boyfriend, Matt. And yeah, we like Fiji has become such a special place to us throughout the years. Like ever since me and my sister were little and we hadn't been there since COVID. So we planned this family trip um, at the beginning of this year and we kind of just incorporated it to a honeymoon, family moon, birthdays, like all in one. And yeah, it was just so much fun. We had the best time. We had Andrew planned like a sunset dinner which was really nice, just the two of us. And we had a couple's massage a couple of times. And then we went jet skiing, which was like some adventurous stuff that we love doing. So we had that time together, but we're both very family orientated and we love our families. And yeah, it was just the five of us was just so much fun. I wouldn't change it. People like, oh, that's so strange. And is that what you really want? And I was like, we both love our families. Like, I'm not saying other people don't love their families, but we love spending time with our 
our family and yeah so the five of us was just it was amazing it was so much fun we wouldn't change it why not bring them all and yeah such exactly. a um, beautiful spot to go to were there any um helpful resources or like websites or anything that helps you during the planning process and yeah with like finding your vendors and everything like that so we ended up getting a wedding planner um, so we had Emma Newman events. So my mum had known her for quite a while, but they met up at a party, um, a friend's party, like a year or so before we got engaged. And it was like, oh, whenever your daughters get engaged, like, let me know. And so then when, we, when Andrew and I got engaged, um, we contacted Emma and it was the best decision we made. She was just so invaluable with her knowledge of planning and organizing a wedding. Her dedication to the job like made our wedding the best day it could be. She just became a part of our family very, very quickly. And she was a huge part of the wedding day itself. Like absolutely loved that she was the last person I saw before I walked down the aisle. Like it was amazing. And she would recommend vendors and everything like she helped was so 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 much and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful for that like she just knew who to go to she yeah knew what to say when I was stressed or she'd just help out a lot of situations it was amazing um but I also found it was helpful to talk to friends that had already got married as well um and seeing what they found the most helpful what worked and what didn't um because it was good to get that insight into what mattered and what didn't matter as much and so yes to help save money and those things as well um so it was really helpful to talk to you know past friends that had got married or go to went to we went to a couple of weddings before ours as well so that was really helpful um and looking at what they did and then talking to them afterwards yeah that personal um recommendations is so powerful and yeah good for people to hear as well how amazing it can be to work with a planner and yeah they obviously have a lot of connections but just Mm. provide that kind of support through the whole process yeah like they were uh, Emma was amazing wouldn't change it for the world um still talk to her now um and yeah just the best decision we made do you have any advice that you would like to give to couples planning their wedding at the moment? So I wrote down, if it's in your budget, get a wedding planner. Um, because as I said, Emma helped with everything, helped when I got stressed, uh, recommended people, came to all the vendor meetings with us, wrote everything down, had spreadsheets of what was paid for, what was not paid for, when payments were due. Like It was just so much easier. Um, so if you have that in your budget, like, 100% recommend it, wouldn't change it. Um, it was just the best, as I said, the best decision. The other advice was be, enjoy the process slash the planning because as hard as it can be, try not to get stressed about the little details because at the end of the day, guests are there for you, not for every single detail. And guests won't remember every single detail, like what's on the tables. You think when you're planning, oh my God, I need to have this, this, this and this because people are going to look at all of this. But in reality, after dinner, it all gets wiped away. Some people don't even remember, you know, what was on there. So I would say try not get caught up on the little details. It's obviously if there's things, certain things that are really important to you, definitely have them. But try not say to yourself, I need this and I need that because people are going to see it. Like, don't try people, please. And then some advice I'd got from a friend that was recently married said to make a list of what's most important to you as a couple and what's least important to you as a couple. Um, So this helped us narrow down ideas plus made us think about what we really wanted. So 
yeah, Andrew and I together wrote a list of what was most important to us for the wedding day and what was least important. And then that helped, you know, put in place what we wanted. I'd also say you can't and won't please everyone because as I said before, try not focus on planning the wedding to please people or feel you need to meet family expectations Um, because it's very easy to get caught up in all of that and forget what the day is actually about. Um, The day is about you as a couple and the commitment and love you have for each other, not for every single other detail um, and things like that. So I would, that's probably the advice I would give. That's great advice. And yeah, people can definitely take some of that on board, just um, starting with what's most important and yeah trying not to people please is a big one sure definitely because I'm a people pleaser to I am and you always just you want to make sure that everyone has a good time etc etc but you need to remember the days about you and your partner and the love you have for each other and the people that are there are there for you did you find that you had any like post-wedding blues I guess you were still like with your family that were um, visiting from overseas for quite a while yeah how did you feel after the wedding and then yeah what's married life like now so funny story after like a few days after the wedding Andrew and one of his groomsmen Hewan they had who was from the UK they'd planned a trip um to do throughout New Zealand because he hadn't been over and they hadn't been together in years. So, and I was perfectly happy with that. Like I was so excited for them. They did ask me to go and I said, no, like I'll leave you guys to it. And they were gone for about a week, but unfortunately within that week, family members of mine got COVID. So I was stuck at home by myself. And that's when it kind of all hit me really. I was by myself. I didn't have Andrew and I was like missing the fun, missing seeing everybody and you kind of just when you're on your own you just sit there and you think and you worry and you worry about what's next and you know what what you should be doing next as a couple and yeah it was just it was really hard because we had such a fun time and we were on such a high and then all of a sudden Andrew was gone for a week and everyone well lots of people got COVID so then I was like oh okay well I'll just be by myself then and yeah so that wasn't that wasn't very um easy and it wasn't a fun time but yeah it's just it was just the way it was oh that's tough definitely yeah. just a bit of a like down after yeah such an amazing day and then oh COVID was just like yeah such an interruption to a lot of people's lives obviously so no matter when you got it oh my god yeah exactly like and it just happened to happen after the wedding which is fine it didn't happen well yeah it didn't happen before the wedding um which was nice but it was just like tough because then I was isolating by myself even though I didn't have COVID so yeah it was um it was just a bit tough. You've been married a little while now coming up six months yeah yeah how has it been have any marriage advice for people? Um it's honestly the best um it feels very much the same you're living every day with your best friend like you were before but it does we were talking about it and we're saying it makes us feel more connected because we have the same last name Um, And we know that our future children are going to have the same last name. So that's something that makes it really special to us. And yeah, but no, we love it. It is the exact same. It's been a bit crazy. Like we've moved homes. um, Lots of things have changed. But no, it's, it's amazing. Like wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, after we've been through a lot in our life together. So it's quite nice to just, you know, be married, if that makes sense. Like a new Um, family. 
Yeah, exactly. I don't think I have really any advice yet um, because we're still figuring it out for ourselves. But no, we're pretty much the same, like the same great couple that we were beforehand. So no, it's amazing. We love it. Amazing. Thanks so much for sharing all about your day. So cool to hear and some great advice for people. Is there anything else you wanted to add in or, yeah, tips for people? You've covered a lot. I think I would say, as I said to you before, um, enjoy being engaged because Mm. I jumped straight into wedding planning and I think I forgot about being engaged and enjoying that time because that only happens, like, you know, once. And I felt kind of bad for Andrew because he'd spent so much time proposing, well, so much time planning the proposal. And then he's like, you went straight on to wedding planning and it was like, proposal done um so I'd say definitely enjoy that time being that time being engaged spend time celebrating it we obviously couldn't because we went into lockdown just yeah I would say enjoy being engaged because you're not engaged for very long I mean some couples are but um the majority are engaged for say 18 months to two years so enjoy it spend that time together spend that time with friends and family enjoying that and don't forget about why you're doing this and yeah, try not get caught up on all the wedding planning and stuff because it can be really stressful. But yeah, just enjoy the time and make the most of it because like now it's all been and gone and now you're like, what's next with us? Like, what are we doing next? And things like that. So yeah, just enjoy enjoy the time and enjoy everything about it. Yeah, that's really important. I think it's such a like short season in your life and the um, bigger picture. So can be a really stressful time but just trying to be intentional with um yeah stopping and enjoying yeah just exactly that little window of time for sure yeah, yeah exactly because you, you can just forget forget about it and then after the wedding it's all finished and you're like cool what next <laughs> so good amazing thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for having me it's been so much fun and something I've always wanted to do and talk about so I'm so like excited and happy that you um, approached me it was awesome